Hello and welcome to Not The Nine O'Clock Pews at 8 and today we are talking night games. I am your co-host Tim and our main host, the amazing Arias. Please everybody applaud. Everybody applaud. Oh, thank put, you. Thank put, you very much. Claps, put claps in There's the, so in many the claps comment section. I'm hearing. Yeah. Whether he deserves it or not, clap for him. Clap for, yes, clap, clap. clap for me. Don't give me the claps. That's a completely different thing. Uh, <laughs> You're going to please take don't it give me the claps. Like please don't give me the claps. Just clap for me. Don't give me the claps. There's a very different thing. Yes. Uh, okay. But uh, let us continue. We are talking night games. Now, um, we're going to first off get straight into the different kind of utilities that you could use for night games. What pops up in your mind immediately when you think night games? Flashlights, flashlights, flashlights. <laughs> I meant flashlights. You said it. I knew it was going to be a mistake. I knew you were going to say it. I was, you said I'm, flashlights, I'm to, folks. I'm, I'm trying to be excited in this podcast. I'm trying to like, I got a criticism from the last podcast that oh? I wasn't. Yeah, what first, did first criticism was that I talked too much. And the oh. second, <laughs> that's not going to change. What? And the second criticism was that <laughs> um, I wasn't as lively as I could have been. I thought, well, okay, fine. I'm just going to crank it up another level. But obviously, I went too far. I went oh. from fifth to eighth yes. and accidentally said something other than flashlights. But Yes, yes, you did. Yeah. Did you? How much coffee did you drink before you even started? I just, I've got a glass of water here. It may yeah. be spiked with something. Yes, if we had it more than five water. people in the comments section right now, they would be going bonkers. Bonkers, I tell you. But it's, it's fine. Okay. They didn't hear anything. It no. was just the microphone stutter. Yes, it's the microphone stuttering. Not you, but the microphone. So, flashlights, you say, right? Yes, with an A. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, flashlights. Is there a certain brand that you would go to? What's your go-to brand? Oh, well, I could just say Surefire, couldn't I? And that's the yes, end of the course. conversation there. You could well, end there, there if you wanted to. Well, there are quite a few. No, no, there are quite a few. No, there's list them, Olight. List yes. There's Surefire, there's Olight. Mm -hmm. There is... Oh, no, you said list them, and obviously my mind just turned into an Etch-A-Sketch and decided to shake. Um, <laughs> Let me see that there are quite a few. In fact, go to Grand Thumbs YouTube and yes. search flashlights with an A, and <laughs> I'm sure you'll find the one I'm trying to think of, uh, okay. which is pretty innovative. You know what? We're going to do this entire episode. We're going to be telling people to go to other websites, and so we're not <laughs> going to talk about them. Hey, 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 Tim, what was the biggest game you've ever been to? Well, if you go to this let website... Let me Google that for you. Let me Google that for everybody. <laughs> go to this. I'll put it in the link in the description, in the comments section as well. Okay, so we have flashlights. Um, what, else, uh, what else have you used? I assume that you went uh, night vision? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, yes. I've had the opportunity to use night vision. I'm sure you have too. Oh, yes. I had um, a few goes at the NVG, um, one in the US. And, well, that was just like a, a test run, but I had a proper go at it when I was in Russia. Ah, uh, yes. The the most viewed video. Oh, yeah. We we won an award. I, I don't want to toot my own horn, but uh, we won uh, uh, that year for like best airsoft video. Yes, yes. I don't know where that accent's coming from, but yes, round of applause. Well done. Hey, you said to bring up the energy, and so I'm trying to bring up the energy too on this side. Cool, awesome. That's perfect. Yeah. Let's mm -hmm. do it. Yeah, I, I got you, bro. Cool. So, you got me. I got you back. Yeah, so NVGs was, a, was uh, fantastic, uh, though 
Um, if you have it too bright, obviously, I'm not sure if people know too much about this, but if you have it way too bright, the settings way too bright, then you're going to come out with a very, very red eye, which I did. It was horrendous. Was it just one? Just one. Because um, it was, yeah, just one goggle and you had to uh, use the other um, use the other eye just to get used to what could potentially be, um, you just don't want to use it for too long. Right, and you want your other eye to settle to it its own natural night vision. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, if you eat enough carrots throughout the day, as you mentioned before. Did I? Did I mention carrots? You mentioned carrots. Before we started, you said oh, to yeah, bring yeah, up yeah. carrots. Uh, yeah, I, I, I did say we should bring up carrots and Bugs Bunny and night vision. Yes, yes. Bugs Bunny wearing ages, uh, NVGs, eating <laughs> carrots. I'm sure there's an episode out there where you've got like TNT NVGs. Oh, yes, exactly. <laughs> explosive episode. But yes, um, what explosive. is your experience with uh, NVGs? Um, I got to review some. Um, oh. I got to play with the friends uh, before before I got to review them. Um, yes. I got to play with a friend's PVS-14s <laughs> and um, I got to experience the written review. And by experience, I mean I uh, proofread. <laughs> the written review <laughs> of some Act in Black uh, DTMVGs, which is, uh, it, 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 I th do I remember this? I think they are do basically you? PVS 14 tubes in a new housing. Don't quote Ooh. me on that. I can't remember, but that's vaguely what I remember. And then I got to review stuff. So I got well, to review like some BMVDs. You. I got to review some MNVDs, which is like single monocular dual monocular i got to see through some white phosphorus bnvds wow, lucky you. and these are gen 2 so yeah I, I got quite a lot of technological side of things experience nice. um, but i also got to look at um a cool one that is hot topic at this moment in time this year and last year is the psionics aurora which is i was technically... just about to bring that up too yeah. the yeah, most affordable option you think not just that, it's digital. So mm -hmm. it's it's a camera, it's a it's a, it's a video camera, really. It's an action yeah. camera. Analog but night vision, digital, it's got thermal, digital wow. night vision. It's got and everything. The night vision's interesting because it's not green, it's it's color. Yeah. Well it's color you see night a lot vision. of like purple and light purple and Oh it's, yeah, it's, it's like taking the filter off a DSLR. Yeah, yes. yeah, it's like taking a UV filter off a DSLR. Mm. But it's it's catered towards low light. Mm. And I'm and sure there are videos out there of it there are and uh i my friend uh house gamers i shouldn't drop his name um had managed to get his hands on one and they were hoping to use it for an event here at crossfire 2 which had to cancel due to the um inconvenience of covid so thanks covid uh we would yeah, have had the COVID. opportunity to run those um if matt and i actually went as the airsoft amigos but, um, well, what can you do? All the events, uh, you know, sort of cancelled due to that uh, problem. And we wish we had the opportunity to run those. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff happening all over the world that's getting cancelled at the moment. Mm. Unless you live in Australia, apparently. But then Airsoft <laughs> banned in Australia. So that's a, that's kind of a... They, yeah. play, they play with gel balls. <sighs> Have you seen these gel blasters? Yes, we, um, I say we, but Red Wolf uh, sell a few, I think. Ah. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Well, uh, there you go, Australians. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, um, oh. one thing I wanted to bring up, the fact that we're bringing all these up, um, they, uh, people already spend a lot of money in the hobby. And imagine buying yourself a new $500 Crytek, maybe like £300 Crytek on your side or something like that, um, with several upgrades. Oh no, upgrades. they're expensive. Oh, oh they're, they're expensive, expensive, of course. So with several upgrades, but then uh, if you were to join such an event that has night games, which is say per se a lot, uh, a few American Milsom games, many Milsom West games, um, say the Crossfire ones, even the Russian ones, they they all run for a couple of days. Um, what all those people that can pay for those? Are they paying to win because they have the Ooh. money to purchase night vision goggles? For such an event, Ooh. um, so is it you've, fair? You've you've won night vision. There's a certain level of training that's required, right? You can't just put them on and then magically you can you can do whatever you're gonna do as if you weren't wearing them. Hey, you know the what? That's exactly what I went through. The, they put them on really? my face, and I was just like, "Hey, I, you know, I, I can look down my work. sights and everything. Exactly. Everything's well, fine. I can do I everything really as dexterously look down my as sights. I had to just like um, eyeball it, but I could see my BBs, and it was good." So, so you had a certain level of skill or predetermined talent that allowed you to just carry on. Sure. Shall we say? Yeah. Not not everyone will be able to t take... Okay, I couldn't. I, I The first time I wore night vision, uh, they were uh, they were dual, dual tubes, so it was both eyes. Um, there's a certain level of magnification. There's a certain level of perspective change. Sure. Also, they're tubes, so it's not like I've got like these... GPMVG 18s that are like four tubes you can see stereo vision blah 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 mm -hmm. um, so you've got a narrow field of vision I think it's about 40 degrees yes or that depending on the night vision um, and but Arius, uh, is it is it fair what I'm trying to ask is like getting all all having all these gadgets I think allowing you to actually play properly at night what are the um, I think Go on, you said disadvantages. disadvantages. What are they? Okay, so disadvantages, depending on how much you spend on your night vision and the mm -hmm. technology behind it, you can still technically be blinded in some way by a normal torch. Yep. Uh, bright areas and dark areas become highly contrasting. Depend yes. and this is all depending on night vision. There there are there is good night vision out there that can easily gate between the brightnesses and will allow you to dim down a flashlight being pointed at you. So yes. this is all technology based. But if if it's in the low brackets of night vision, these will affect you. Um there's also, as I said, the perspective side of things. You're you're gonna be looking slightly magnified through some basic horse blinds. Mm -hmm. So you're going to be look, moving your head a lot more than you expect to. Um, you can't aim down your sights. Um, no. If you have a magnified optic, you're, you're going to have to aim. I don't know. It it depends how well trained you are as well. There's training required behind this. So there, of, of course. Yeah, that was the point I was trying to get where you said, yeah, I just put my night vision on and hey ho, it was John waning all over the, the site. Um, <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> John you're waiting all over the place. One percent for that. Um, you, you could take but that. Yeah, somewhere. I th I think if you've if you've paid for the best of the best, and you've trained with them, then yeah, in some way you pay to win. But you've trained with them too. It, it's I think you've earned that ability, and you're still gonna have to deal with um, people with flashlights, other people with night vision. I, I think the pay-to-win aspect is there, but I don't think it's prominent. I don't think it's an issue. No. 
I don't believe do it think? to be an issue because you're absolutely right in that aspect. You purchase for something, you train with it, you work with it. And if you do come across somebody who's just like flailing around a, a flashlight in all directions, you don't want to get blinded. You know when to use them, you know when not to use it. And those people, if, if they have enough to purchase um, uh, a night vision goggle, they have some IR units that they place onto their onto their airsoft replicas. They they um, they you know there's some IR lasers that they use. There's there's IR flashlights which they use as well. Um, there there's many benefits to having all of these if you put the money into it because you can. It's not a problem. It's just those who cannot. They're just going to have to make do with what they've got. You can. I remember my first ever night game where I was 16, and all I was doing was listening. I could only listen to bushes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't um, do much. That 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 is actually another thing that um, kind of breaks the whole thing of night games. Have you noticed how some some players either go. They, they, they play the night game as if it's a day game and either bump into everything or they just learn the learn the site Terrain, to the point yeah. where the only thing they really need to be looking or listening for is players. They can literally just navigate the site like a blind person. Mm -hmm. um, then you've got players who play it like Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> shoot <laughs> at everything strange. that moves. <laughs> yeah, literally. Quite literally. It's like, I heard a brunch room. Shoot it! <laughs> And they sneak like they're Ghostbusters as well. They're like yep. sneaking. Oh, oh! I heard a I heard a branch click. Look yes. behind you. It's like your buddy like accidentally knocking against the branch. Like shut up. The shut amount up, of team kills that happen at a nine uh, at a night game is astronomical. It is that you're bound to shoot a friendly, and you just can't tell who you're aiming at when it's dark, and that's why they have you know there's there's. You, they have call-outs. You can, if you do like the whole flash thunder type of thing, don't use that. <laughs> don't use that um, reference. Everybody uses it. If somebody says flash, then <laughs> use a different word. Don't say thunder because if they say thunder, you shoot them because you know it's not the response. The call best call-out. The best call-out I had was Johnny Cash. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Johnny Cash. That's hilarious. I need to start doing that, but I haven't been to too many night games to start doing that. I could just do it at a regular day game. I'm going to try that out over the weekend. <laughs> just, just be around the corner. You know, someone's on the other side and go, Johnny, Gosh. who the hell's Johnny? <laughs> I know it's don't Steve. Even know who the hell's oh, Johnny? Sorry, although Steve. go Cash. <laughs> yeah, gosh. <laughs> but yes, um, I, I think uh, the uh, you can have tons and tons of fun over a night game, even if you are a beginner that doesn't have NVGs. You just follow a crew of people that have them, um, and you're, if you if it's a fully moonlit night, your natural night vision goggles, aka your eyeballs, um, come into play. That you can see a lot at night um, if you just uh, if you just wait a little bit, and uh, and it's it is tremendous fun. It is tremendous fun. I would talk about a personal experience, but we'll talk about that in um, in a bit after we go over uh, more about um, the, the the concept of this uh, fairness to pay to win, because I feel there's still a lot a lot more to touch on. True. Yeah. 
Um, well, I, I think we haven't talked about flashlights and their advantages, to be honest. It's the first thing you brought up when we started talking about night games. So please talk about flashlights. Well, God, I keep I keep listening <laughs> to it, it as if it's an E there. No, no, yeah, I'm hearing it. Uh, Did I do it on purpose? Okay, so, no, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's like a Freudian slip that constantly <laughs> keeps slipping. Um, yes. So, uh, flashlights. Now, here's here's something that's quite interesting. If you look into the training behind using a flashlight in a combat environment and a disruptive environment, I think I remember a specific Travis of a Haley. Um, talking about uh, disruptive environments and the use of flashlights and how uh, to there combat... There you go, people. Everybody, we're going to put a link in the description of the video. <laughs> God damn it. Well, no, you but know go what? on, go on. You were saying go, go on, Linking is the best way to get more syndication into our podcast. You know that, right? Travis okay. Haley's one day going to talk about our podcast and we're going to be like, hmm, Arius was right. He was definitely in the right place to talk about Travis Haley. Anyway, yeah. there's, there's a good video which I'm not going to find on YouTube because it's probably like eight years old. But made I believe by somebody Patreon in, the, productions. in the comment section will find it. I'm sure someone will find it. I'm, I'm sure you put it. Disruptive Environment, Travis Haley, you'll find it. Um, yes. But he talks about the use Herman? of flashlights and... Herman, I believe in you. Go on. <laughs> Herman, find it. Quick. Um, I'm sure Herman already uses these tactics. Um, but yeah, he talks about how to use flashlights in a disruptive environment and be able to do stuff that you know, will help against NVG users. It'll help against other combatants. It helps make sure that you don't, you know, flag your own teammates and reveal their positions in the night or, mm. you know, show your own position too easily and stuff like that. So that's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, they, you try to use it as little as possible, especially in dark and digi places. Only because exactly. you're trying yeah, to get that's... your natural night vision um, to work rather than using flashlights and then eventually giving away your friends and your or your own um, position. Like that is pretty much thing. it. Yeah, that is pretty much it. Although he goes further into it, obviously. Oh, yeah. My, I just dived into basics 101. The point 101, <laughs> the, basics the first 101. 30 seconds. No, exactly. No, that's <laughs> How good. to work the basics 101. When you'll take flash... Why am I using an accent? When you take flashlights... <laughs> a flashlight area. In Russia, flashlights lights you. Um, so, so what I was going to say in a Russian accent, apparently, was um, that uh, flashlights come in many different varieties and obviously have different functions like strobe. Yep. I don't believe strobe is actually a very effective use of a flashlight. Because the way you should be using a flashlight, in a way, is a strobe. But one thing I have an issue with strobe is that when you're using your natural night vision, your eyes, and you decide to use a strobing light against a target, you may be blinding that target, but you're not actually getting a very good visual of that target either. Now, I could be wrong. That's my opinion. Someone, some instructor zero type will tell me wrong and I will say, okay, you're right. You've got more experience than me. But mm. based on my experience, because I've regularly played at a site that was always dark, the mall, mm. um, and the use of flashlights was prevalent. In fact, there weren't many people who use night vision. There, there are only one or two regulars who had night vision. Uh, even rarer to have people walk in from other counties and other parts of the country with night vision to the mall. Um, but strobes had an effect, but also they were like a double-edged sword. They they worked with and against you. I think 
proper use of a normal flashlight or a tactical flashlight when you just light up your target, fire it and then turn off and then move across is, mm -hmm. yeah, th that. <laughs> <laughs> just that, yeah. Just just that. Just carry on. Okay. Yep. Next That's question. Awesome. No, no, no. I totally, <laughs> I, I get that. Um, use whatever you can potentially use to your advantage and just um, watch videos on YouTube. We won't tell you where to search. It's easy. Type in what you need. You'll get it. And um, you will, you'll probably thank us. And then those people that you watch, not us, but you'll thank us because we sent you there. That's the only thing you'll thank us for. <laughs> you won't thank us for like, because we have the knowledge because Arius, you know, he writes reviews about everything. I just but it's my all people. referenced. But I don't remember any of it. It's <laughs> all referenced. Yes, it's all written <laughs> down. All right. Uh, so um, now we're going to get into our own personal experiences with night games. Now you've brought up a few times that you're playing at a mall at Reading, which. We brought up last time and it is unfortunately closed but please like what is the best night-ish or day-ish in your aspect but like dark-ish experience that you've had um there, there there is a part of the mall called cna i think i remember it being called cna and it is a John large CNA. sorry go on <laughs> it's it's a large storefront with uh like four or five pillars near the middle and they are covered in mirrors mm. so imagine and this was like my third or fourth time at the mall so i'm still learning i was still getting my head around places and locations now this is not the darkest part of the mall but it's definitely a dark part of the mall where your natural night vision is not going to help you as much. You'll, you'll mm. probably see a glint of light shining off for a fraction of a window towards a mirror off another window into your eye. It, it's that confusing when you don't know the, the mall as well as you know, most of the regulars did. Mm -hmm. So I was, I was walking from one of the side doors into um, CNA, this large storefront area with these mirrors for pillars. And I couldn't see anything. I couldn't see much. All I can see was like a distant light. And I didn't bring a torch because I'm an oh, idiot. You I are. didn't bring any form of illumination. In fact, you... someone said, use your phone. I was like, I'm not using my phone. I like my phone. Yes. <laughs> I don't want my phone to get shut out. No. So, so I was hoping some idiot with a torch would come around the corner. And I just shoot him and hope 50-50 it wasn't a friendly. Okay. So that happened. Some guy came from the other side. Well, I thought he came from the other side. So I saw a light. I saw a flashlight and it shone across the whole storefront. And I thought, mm. okay, cool. I got some shooter. And I shot at him. Problem was, I was shooting at a mirror. I was shooting <laughs> at one of the pillars. And the person who had actually walked in was to my left, not in front of me. <laughs> oh, the, dear. His flashlight re refracted off the glass into the mirror in front of me, which I shot at, which shot into my eyes. Oh, oh dear. So, so that did, was did my experience. Did it bounce back at you as well? Did those BBs bang back at you? Did you think that you were being shot back at? No, I, I didn't actually. In fact, the guy to my left just looked at me saying, same team, same team. I was like, oh shit, uh, what? What's going on? I wasn't where, even aiming at from? you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> where did you come from? What's going on? Uh, I saw his wave and I saw the wave in the mirror. I was like, oh, frick. Uh, oh dear. <laughs> God damn it. But see, yeah, that was one of get. my experiences. Oh, that's hilarious. 
I had um thankfully I had not experienced that um maybe I had experienced that when I was like 16 so like half my life ago but oh gosh <laughs> Ooh, just like flashbacks all right like all right you old life. man Go oh on. back in the day you know but uh all <laughs> uh, I've been to one of my favorite ever experiences I've actually had three um I'll go I'll gloss over them very quickly. The first one it was uh, it was actually in the UK. Um it, I forgot the name of the place but it was in a abandoned uh, jail or prison. And that was Ooh, yes. one of the Yes, you know which one I'm talking about? What's it yes, called? Yes, but I've never been there. I've just oh. seen loads of videos of it. <laughs> yeah, I I I went there with Gaz and we had such an amazing time. And they they played one of those games where like, hey, let's all try and kill Tim. And I'm like, yay! Oh yeah, personality game. <laughs> Leave me Call alone! Leave me alone in the corner, and I try to shoot everyone. Woo! In the dark, alone. Should, you should have done a Mission Impossible where you get someone else to have a printed mask of your face running around. Oh yeah, I could you're have just, done that. You're just back in the safe zone, drinking tea, going, ah, oh, being a celeb. Oh my god, ah, <laughs> oh, being a celeb. <laughs> But no, yeah, it was marks. the good thing about that game is that I knew I could shoot at anything that moves, right? And because you're indoors, no, 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 that's a lie. That's a lie. You can't shoot the marshals. Well, guess what? If they turn up and I see their shoe and I point at shoe and I shoot shoe, and they say marshal, then guess what? Now I know it's a marshal. <laughs> I love how it sounded like you were digging a hole there, and then you're like, <laughs> oh yeah, marshal. Yeah, there you go. But um, I basically shot at anything that moved because I could. But obviously, I didn't repeatedly shoot the marshal. Once I knew he was there, then I I left him alone. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> there was that. Also, I had the go at, had a night vision go at um, at uh, armored warfare in Russia. Met so many amazing people. Um, my, uh, my Maxim uh, left me to go to the night game with a bunch of his friends, and my God. As much as I loved it, it was in the rain. There was so much mud. Like uh, respawn was kilometers away. It was about three a.m. I had killed maybe one or two people out of the six hours I was about, and I got cramps on the way back. And the sad thing is, because of the cramps, I could not bend over to take my trousers off. So I had Maxim. Okay, I think I yeah, I think that's enough. I think when you got to taking your trousers off, that that's enough story. Hey, you know when you got to sleep. I don't sleep? think we need to know anymore. Yes, we need to sleep. In the uh, in your you know sleeping bag, you don't sleep with muddy trousers. So thank you, Maxim. Um, <laughs> thank you for stopping me. I could have rambled on there and talk about like my the colors of my boxes. But uh, and then the last one, it was a night game at um, an American Milsom game with my good friend Rob and uh, and Jay, uh, also known as Woodcock, and uh, Rob that's currently at on the Vulcan team. They, uh, they because those guys know exactly what they're doing. They were in the um, um, their former military. They um, they know how to um, they, to walk, to move, um, survey. So I was just following them, and there were moments they had to tell me to uh, sit down and lie down in the dark, and people with torches were surveying the area. And we were just lying. I was lying on my back for like five minutes. Just looking up into the sky and then watching these beams of light, like crossing over on top of my head, over our bodies. But they didn't see us because obviously we were still. 
you know, it's their experiences that I was following, and I had such tremendous time following them. And guess what? We followed those guys, and probably about an hour later, we took them out. It was, oh, it was thrilling. It was, it was a little vindication. Thrilling. Oh yeah, like the fact that um, they were just walking around with flashlights, and um, we managed to take them out at the end because they didn't know how to use it correctly. And it was, which is yeah, best that's, time. that's. One of the main um, pointers to that this uh, podcast is kind of uh, revisiting is that training with these different utilities is uh, very important. Oh, of course. And how could we ever forget? I think um, we have a few people in the comments that were saying like, traces, traces. Why haven't we brought up tracer units? Ah, uh, that, that is, yeah, you're right, people. Yes, you're People right. People of the internet, yes, you are right. Like you forgot, we forgot about Star Wars. The Star uh, Wars no, moments we, in the dark. To be honest, I, I feel like I, I am mostly to blame for this because the one thing that was very popular at the mall was the use of tracer units. Of course. And tracer mags and mm. tracer hop units and all sorts. Oh we my loved, god, tracer it was, mags. It, it was technically a strategical silly. Mm-hmm. Uh, to use tracers what? unless you were in a Re team. Rephrase and... that. A strategical silly. Go on. Yep. That, that, that <laughs> is, is that what you said? That, that is it a is tactical with, term. Yeah, strategical, strategical silly. Strategical silly. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I mean is uh, because it gave away your position, Yeah. Um, it seemed like a silly thing to do to have tracers in a night game. But sure. it was cool. It looked nice. And to a certain extent, it had a purpose. It was, it was like having a laser on except instead of a laser you shot a bb and it went towards the target maybe mm -hmm. didn't hit it but the rest of your team would know where where to start shooting as well so i think one thing we did is we and th th you might think this is uh a not a tactical term but it is candy caning your mags does do you understand what that means um every like third bb you put in a tracer bb and have the other few as regular yeah, basically. Um, in this in this term, yeah. So candy caning was basically putting different kinds of ammunition in each mag at different random intervals. But yeah, okay. that, that, that is exactly it. So we, we had like 60 rounders and we had like uh, 10, 10 tracer BBs along each. In fact, we weren't even that particular. We just mixed the tracer BBs with the... It's like like where you're mixing um, solutions oh, no. together. It's like, yeah, we're, we're going totally to have... Two thirds normal BBs, and we're gonna have one third tracer BBs. No lies, um, you're just gonna treat it like a vodka Red Bull, and you just like throw in a bunch of tracers, <laughs> and you throw in a bunch of regulars, and hopefully and you, it you, sort you of can tell. Well. You can tell how well the concentrate is by shining a flashlight into the bottles. Like, oh yeah, that that looks like a third of them are, yes, are exactly. fluorescent. Oh yeah, okay. So um, yeah, we tracer did, units we are amazing, but tr you said tracer magazines. Now I remember that, and they are awful they're not very popular especially no. when you had to fire at least three bbs after a long period of not firing before you even got a fluorescent bb come out mm -hmm. uh, because obviously you had the you you always have a few bbs leading up to your hop out of your mag and obviously the lights in the mag so mm -hmm. yeah they're not very good i think no, the they were, in, they were the pretty cool concept but um in in practice they didn't do great it never stopped the modding community from making them though no not at all 
Um, but I, because people didn't want to run traces, they didn't want to have that extended um, barrel and um, to like hit, accidentally hit the corners and you know protrude too much. Because you know, the longer the barrel, the the more you have to stand out, and you can't. You have to you have to think about all these things once you know you just add upon like extension upon extension upon extension. A personal friend of mine would disagree. He had an M16, I think. Uh, he he had a very long Colt M4 style rifle, sure. very long, like 16 inches, and he added a suppressor to the end, the tracer unit, and he did fine in them all. He did oh. completely fine in them all. So, um, and and he had a shot. He had a he had a master key shotgun okay. mounted to the bottom of it. So he did really well. Um, well I if think you know how to use it, differ. sure. I think it's training again. I think we're, we're delving back into the idea of training. Yeah, if he, he knows how to it, distance it himself matter. from um, the walls, if he's once he's slicing the pie, if he knows how to go through um, corridors, once it, he knowing that his like barrel is about um, twenty meters long. <laughs> If if he if he wishes to do that, then so be it. I I don't judge. <laughs> you get a guy charging with a twenty inch barrel of a fountain thing. He's about to do he's about to do a jump. Yes, he's about to do a jump. <laughs> he's about to stick that barrel in the ground and yeah. try and make it over the he's pole. Smack somebody's face, and it's just like it reminds me of what um, Masaki San bringing over the the hand guard for the uh, what was it the Chris Vector AEG. Mm. Have you seen that image? No, I haven't. Gosh, it was... I haven't seen that meme. No, 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 it was a... I forgot how long a handguard it was, and I think Evic bought one, or I just had one. Oh, yes, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, it was a shot show image. Um, mm -hmm. I saw a lot of uh, a lot of uh, very popular airsofters post uh, social media pictures about it. Mm -hmm. Yep, it was ridiculous, and obviously, like, why did you make that? Because we can, he said. <laughs> I thought, hey, you know what? If you have the funds to go, go right ahead. You know, see and see the the living poop out of it. I think they just made loads of them and just created the extensions for them. I think they just made like two or three. It's getting very quiet. We shouldn't have this kind of silence. This is not a night game. Sorry, I was listening to foot for footsteps. You're listening for footsteps. Yeah, I'm listening for footsteps. Oh, shh, shh. I don't think I'm very good at this anymore. Are we? Are we? It's hold been on. Maybe I hear footsteps. What? No, yeah. it's just my mind. That's fine. I'm going crazy again. It's what happens when you hang out at and home 24-7. That, that's another thing about night games. Uh, the mind playing tricks against you. Oh, dude. When I, was, um, when I was walking around the prison, my gosh, so many moments where my mind was playing tricks on me. Because, you know, when you're walking around in, like, um, scary um, scary scenarios well, like a prison. and environments. Like a prison. <laughs> abandoned prison, they say. You you hear things, and honestly, there's really nothing there. But your mind likes to be like, hey, let's add a footstep here. Hey, let's let's cling against something clangy. And, uh, ooh, let's have somebody go, ooh, in the background. <laughs> No, that probably would have made me giggle, but like, like we, half we like turtlenecked, but like giggle at the same time. That, that reminds me of something that happened. So there, there was a tannoy across the entire mall and we had the head marshal or some one of the marshals who had permission to do so to either play 
some funny music like I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world um, or some wolf <laughs> noises, or just something to either break the mood or cause more immersion. And it was really funny. Uh, the amount of uh, unexpected noises that came up that you'd be you'd be doing the Ghostbusters walk you'd be looking <laughs> for something strange. Um, and then all of a sudden the tannoy goes off and it either scares the shit out of you or just makes you relax completely going, oh crap, someone's, someone's decided How... to ruin my mood. Yes, you, you ruined my immersion. This is no longer an immersive game. Well, guess what? It is airsoft. <laughs> but it would, I would feel slightly unnerved if I heard um, Barbie dolls, um, that song. Barbie dolls. <laughs> I'm a Barbie girl, Barbie doll girl in a Barbie doll world. Is that how it goes? Yeah. Yes. I don't know. S- spicy um, girls. I'd rather right? not admit that I know the lyrics. Okay. But I definitely ha- don't have a cheesy playlist on Spotify. You brought it up, Arius. I'm going to ask your wife, and she's going to be like, yep, he listens to this song on the daily. He blasts <laughs> He it. listens to this song in Slipknot. In Slipknot. <laughs> <laughs> back to back. <laughs> he listens to Barbie World and then spit it out by Slipknot and then back to Barbie World. And then maybe Eiffel 65's Blue Dabba Dee Dabba Da. <laughs> oh, God, no. So that's okay. not in your head yet. But yes, uh, like when somebody plays, say, so, uh, something slightly unnerving in the background... It, you can either relax, but for me, I would like send shivers down my spine. It's like listening to, oh, like listening Sorry, the, to the, like uh, uh, somebody singing you a tune to go to sleep. Well, the best one I heard on the Tanai was the Jaws theme tune. The which theme tune? The Jaws theme tune. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> it, you just sound like somebody just mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, not mm-hmm, really <laughs> agreeing with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just trying you to. You sound like a dissatisfied <laughs> person who's well, just like, nah. Well, the thing was that mm-hmm. there was um, at the mall. Uh, I think a good three years before it closed, they started doing um, Terminator-themed end games. So there was, there was a Terminator. I think a lot of sites did this. They had like a Terminator or a Predator or something, yes. just to end the day with a with a bang. Um, yeah. And on the Tannoy, they they play Terminator music, and they found it really broke the mood. Um, oh, it, it just did. No, it wasn't even that. It was it was the entire song. So parts of the song don't sound very scary. It, no. it, it becomes like a ballad tune, instrumental ballad at certain points. So it doesn't Which sound as Which part of Terminator scary. theme tune sounds like a ballad? Listen to the song. I know what I'm talking about. Do, do, I may, do, wanna, may or may not have do, do, do. stuff. Yeah, that part is definitely That's one of the best parts of us. <sighs> it is one of the best parts, but it doesn't fit into a scary night game with Terminator. It just feels like the it feels like the hero has won, basically, when it's supposed to be still scary. Um, they should have just played the MIDI track for... American action movie. Basically. Yes. Basically. In yes. fact, I'm sure we had a personality where someone played as Rambo. Oh, that didn't yeah. go so well. Oh, dear. Um, oh, wait. Oh, um, what game was that? Do you remember? I... No. Um, oh. I think it was called the Terminator game. <laughs> or are you talking about the Rambo one? <laughs> yes. Uh, That's not Rambo, Terminator. I Wrong think the, that one was called First Blood, funny enough. <laughs> Amazing. Whoever... Uh, Operation First Blood. You had a personality, you had to capture Rambo mm-hmm. 
and move him to a designated spot which kept changing throughout the game. So it kept oh. moving. And the only way you knew was on the Tannoy, um, a marshal would tell, blue team, your new extraction is CNA. Uh, red team, your new extraction is basement somewhere, somewhere. And that's how the game played out, which made it really dynamic because the only part of the game that was static was the spawn areas. Mm-hmm. But it made it really interesting because sometimes the marshals would forget and they put the extract for the opposite team at the spawn area of the opposing team. I see. So it was almost impossible to impossible do. Impossible to get it there. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like a very unrealistic game because you say to capture Rambo. You don't capture Rambo. <laughs> One does not simply capture One Rambo. One does not simply capture Rambo. But I've, I haven't played any um, current games that have... Uh, involved much of a night game they're only just about restarting so uh crossfire 2 will come come by sometime next year and that will have a night event but is there anything that you have been to in the present day for night games uh no uh last year was the last time i was at a night game and it it was a 24-hour milsim with sterling airsoft in somewhere up north um and somewhere up north. He, he by the way, he's north. um he's Arius is in England. I'm in Canada. So up to, north to, to make you it... guys may be different. <laughs> it doesn't mean <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I mean near the boundary of Scotland. Um <laughs> I'm I'm sure it wasn't even that far. Um but for me it was because I live in the south of England. So ah. yeah, that, that makes me quite anyway, uh, enough about me. Um, so yeah, that was the only Still time I, I did it. That's the only time I the, the only time last year, the last time um, that I was at a night game, and I didn't even play. I was busy reviewing and uh, showcasing night vision. I was actually showcasing night vision in a store. You know what you need to do? So, you need to bring these night vision goggles to a game, and you need to properly use them. If I were to use them, I would go to an American Milsom game and wait till those evening games. I'm, I would go I'm just to waiting Milsom for Rob's West. invite. Rob, if you're Rob, if you're watching, we'll go to a Star Wars convention, and then after that, we'll go to a Milsom. Actually, if you're listening, Rob, listening. No, 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 Rob, I said it first. No, listening. I said it first. Go back, Tim. Tim, Tim, you may be closer in Canada, but still. <laughs> no, I'm no, no. I'm just saying listening because this is an audio podcast, my friend. <laughs> He's just watching a screen with like bars that go up and down. It's very dull. It's fine. It's better than watch, seeing our faces, you, I think. Well, we do get to see your pretty face. Well, and we get to see your pretty face too. Oh, thanks! Alright, but we're diverting here. We're diverting from the conversation. Any recommendations for awesome night games that are coming up? No, because I don't know of any. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Unfortunately, I'm not in the loop. Um, but oh once dear. once things start going off again, I'll probably, yeah, we'll, we'll probably revisit this in The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> yes. Oh, God, we're going to have a sequel to this, uh, to this oh, we'll podcast episode. Oh, definitely have a sequel. Yeah, um, I think uh, go- Air- it's- Airsoft is slowly coming back uh, coming back up so there's going to be big events um obviously they're going to keep to social distancing and maybe in another event uh, another episode we're going to talk about how airsoft has to adapt to what covid has um done to the community and to the games i think that in itself would be an interesting episode 
I feel like people will be now washing their BBs. Oh. Yes. <laughs> I hit you with a clean BB. It was a clean shot. <laughs> Did you shoot me with a clean one? <laughs> Did yes. you lick that one? Kicks. You better not have licked that BB. I splat like on biological it Biological warfare in airsoft. Oh god. Oh, I know. I've, I've got a really bad feeling if there's a fight, people are just going to spit at each other instead of actually fighting each other. Wouldn't it be hilarious if they tried to spit, but they forgot they were wearing a mask and they just spat inside <laughs> their mask and they feel the drool like sliding down you their must... chin? Oh wow, full face masks will be in effect. Quite yes. literally, you're not yes. allowed to wear anything but full face. You mm -hmm. are now under 18, sir. But I'm 48. You are now under 18, sir. Yes, yes. <laughs> Oh, um, um, I think maybe that will be the thing. Maybe it'll get to a point where unless it's a milsim or a immersive game, you're going to have to wear a full face and that full face will have to have some kind of, you know, some kind of microbial mask. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, I'm not sure. Uh, I think uh, what we have done is we probably reached the final, the end part of the podcast i think this is a planned? good place this is a good place to put everything on hold because i have a question that i could bring up with you and i need to ask the folks that are listening in now i'm not sure if you guys remember this but back in the days when i was working with um, red wolf there was a an episode where i filmed it very much like a um the Office. Do you remember that, Arius? I, I do. So my friend and, Matt, uh, and I, Matt, of the Airsoft Amigos, are writing a new TV series, very much filmed like The um, Office, but for Airsoft being filmed at a field. It's about a local field, and it will be called The Field. And I would love... I'm going to, I think at some point... We're gonna. We. I would love to talk more about this and try to promote it. And with your permission, of course, Arius, um, if we could um, introduce it uh, at some point in another episode, I, I would love to help try to, uh, you know, bring this up some more. We can do a commentary on it, to be honest. I would love to. Yeah, and we're. Yeah, we we're, yeah we've scripted it. We'll be filming it in a couple weeks. Um, we'll have a pilot episode. We'll have a premiere. It'll be, it'll be awesome. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I hope Finally. it'll be uh, as funny as The Office. Honestly, UK version, not American. It's, it's written by Matt <laughs> and I, so obviously it's not going to be funny at all. I'll be fine. It'll be fine. But um, fine. yeah, we I, we always want to bring something different to Airsoft, and I feel like loads of people have been wanting an Office-style uh, thing about Airsoft, and here it is. There you go. I think I think that's an awesome idea. I think the one thing that I missed from the Airsoft show that you and Matt did last year mm. was the sketches. I think the sketches were awesome. I think the oh, sketches were brilliant. Well then, um, it's I guess it's just all going to be sketches, except in like, I don't know how many minute segments yet, but we're going to try to create full episodes for people to watch. That's awesome. Yeah. Full one minute episodes. Full one minute skits. <laughs> you know the attention span of Airsoft is. I one know, minute episodes right? is like an hour of friends it's it's definitely gonna work god they watch like 20 like videos at once on youtube people these days don't they yes they do that's how that's their attention span but yes um arius uh do you want to close 
the episode yes of course let's 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 close this lovely episode i hope you guys uh enjoyed listening to our lovely voices and watching those uh the spectrograms go off when we speak. In fact, mine's going wobbly. No, it isn't. Is it? Is it? Maybe. I don't know. Um, but yeah, um, I've got a question for you guys. And you guys, not you, Tim. Don't spoil this. Don't start answering this question. Please don't answer the question. What have you guys experienced about playing night games? Well, in my experience... I'm, I'm joking. Damn sorry, it! <laughs> go on. So, so uh, what do you enjoy about playing night games, if you have? Uh, what is your experience with them? What do you use? Do you use night vision? Do you use flashlights? One thing we haven't touched that we will touch in a later episode is thermal imaging. If you use thermals, that's something we'd like to know about as well. And yeah, that that, that is the question. That's three questions, to be honest. But treat it as one. Let us know in the comments. And we should probably do an episode at some point where we go through the comments of a few other episodes that we've done. Yes, I love talking about comment section stuff cool you're enthusiastic about it let's do it (laughs) (laughs) yes comment section stuff so if you enjoyed this (laughs) god we did this last week if you if you enjoyed this episode please listen to it on um well, listen to the other episodes that you've listened to. And if, um, well, you, if you've got this far, you've already listened to this episode, but all our episodes are online on your favorite podcast streaming provider, such as Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. There are loads. Uh, we use Anchor FM, so it just sends the episodes off to God knows how many. In fact, I'm sure it goes to ones that we've never heard of. Um, mm-hmm. they're, they're high quality, so you get to hear our breathing at least. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I hope you love it. Um, if not, tell us mm-hmm. why and we'll improve ourselves. Uh, we can't change our voices mm-hmm. apparently. Um, and he's doing mm-hmm. this Jaws thing. Maybe means I need to round up. Uh, mm-hmm. please like, mm-hmm. follow the page mm-hmm. and we'll definitely see you or you'll probably hear from us in next week's episode. All right. Have a good one, everybody. Dun, 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 dun.